First off, we're going to have Mr. Director over here come up and say a couple words. And love y'all. Thank y'all for being here. If I start crying this morning, it's because my back hurts. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I hate you got that timer set for 25 minutes still. <laughs> I was asked to come this morning and try to put into words what Liberty Baptist Church means to me. It's not easy to do. The more notes I took, the older I felt. <coughs> Liberty has been here, I think, almost 126 years now. Is that right, Ms. Mary? I got to calculating. I'm sorry, I missed the first 55 years. Y'all seen the pictures where there used to be an old wooden church right over here on the side before they built this church in 1954. And I believe I was carried to that church as a child, as a baby. I don't remember, of course. Of course, I can't remember last year. But anyhow, <clears throat> I was carried there twice on Sunday and once on Wednesday. My whole life has been at this church. When they were building this church, I can, I can remember later on, I always wondered why we had an association with the Harden, Harden Schoolhouse. But we had church services in the Harden Schoolhouse while they were building this facility. And later on, I can remember as a child, we'd go over there and have socials, church socials and all, before we ever built the fellowship hall back here. Well, this is a place where I learned that you can sit on slatted wooden pews for an hour and a half. We had these old pews that was those narrow strips of wood. Y'all remember them? Some of you, I know you do, because some of you older than I am. But there was gaps in between them. And they weren't comfortable, bless their heart. <clears throat> but you know what? This church would be full. People love the Lord. They didn't come for the comfort. But later on, we was able to, we was blessed to get solid wooden pews where it didn't have the gaps in there, and they was a lot better, but still not good as what we're sitting on today with the padding, and I thank the Lord for it. <clears throat> but back then, this was a this was a church where everybody wanted to sit by the window, and the reason was we didn't have air conditioning. But right up there, about where that projector is, or a little behind, there used to be a big old attic stand right there, built into the ceiling. And our windows that we had back then would open up, and there were screens on them. And when they turned that attic fan on, boy, you sitting by that window, you got a little breeze. And it helped you cool off a little bit in the summertime. Not only that, it kind of helped keep the gnats out of your face. We didn't have a fellowship hall back then, so what we had, they called having dinner on the grounds. 
Y'all might have heard of that. A lot of you never got to experience it. But Jake, there was a big old oak tree over here, and there's a big old oak tree over here, and we just set tables under one or the other <coughs> in the shade. Just be tables lined with food. And uh, it's good memories. It's good memories. <coughs> this is a church where I love to come to Vacation Bible School. If you work with Bible School, and you think what you do is not very important, and it's just a little bitty task. Don't ever think that. I'm 71 years old. I can still remember the craft we made in the 1950s. It puts the memories in the children. <clears throat> this is where on Sunday mornings, most Sunday mornings, I used to walk with my daddy. You know, we live right up there on the highway, and we walked down this old dirt road, you know, and the shoes would be plumb dusty when you got here, but kind of remind me when, <clears throat> you know, Jesus still has to clean up my feet once in a while. Put that back. It's <clears throat> where I got saved at nine years old. Got baptized in Uncle Curtis's old pond over there. We didn't have a baptistry. <clears throat> And you know what? I didn't understand it all. You know what? I still don't understand it all. But I believe now what God said. And I believed it whenever I was a child. I believe I was just saved then as I am now. where I married the love of my life almost 50 years ago. And I've seen in this place men called of God to preach. There's a, there's a picture frame there in the back showing all the pastors have been called from this place. Just this little country church. And I've seen men and women and young people called to be missionaries. And when I think about it, I'm amazed to think that these people were taught here in this little old country church, and yet they went out to all the world and to, to teach those same things. So don't ever think that what we teach our kids doesn't matter. It's important. <clears throat> it's where I learned most of what I know about the Bible, which isn't a lot, I, I have to admit. Sunday school, preaching, Sunday night Bible study. Over the years, I met men here that were the same on Monday morning like they were on Sunday morning. Didn't matter if they was in the back of patch, dropping sand loads. It was the same. And this is where I learned that meek men were not weak men. They're just men that have learned to be submissive according to God's word. This is where I learned that deacons don't run the church. They're servants to the church. I've seen prayers go up. People get healed and above sea. Over and over again. 
And Acts 4.13 says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled, and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Well, I've met many fine saints of God here. Some of them were highly educated, and some of them weren't hardly educated at all. But you could tell they'd been with Jesus. And what a testimony. That's where I learned the most important thing that I ever learned. It's all about Jesus. So, what does Liberty Baptist Church mean to me? This is my refuge. This is home. This is family. of history and that man right there if y'all ever get the pleasure of spending some time with him and, and listening to him it's it's a pleasure um now we got mr larry tidwell he's gonna come up and say a few words that uh god's laid on his heart hard to follow my brother y'all wouldn't believe though that me and him were the terror of this church at one time when we were kids <laughs> uh, our parents we were so bad our parents would make us sit right here in front of them and my daddy if y'all ever noticed me had a big old hand and uh, we got acting up he could thump us I still got knots on the back of my head from him today but uh, me and Ricky grew up I lived out the other side of Tiffany, but yet I, we started coming to church out here in 62, I believe it was. But uh, me and Ricky had always been in school together. We were close. But he's a brother that I could always count on. Let me tell you that. And I just thank so much for him. Uh, Some of you kids got made today, y'all don't realize that we had preachers at that time that called you out by name. He, he wanted you to share what you were laughing about or talking about. We got The funny thing about it, most of them was the preacher's kids with us. <laughs> so, so anyway. But no, I've, I've had something been on my heart, and I've, I've tried to put it off. And uh, God had me up 2 o'clock this morning again with this on my mind. And it's, it's my testimony, basically, of things that I've been through. But the whole point behind what I'm speaking on today is about that peace beyond all understanding. Uh, in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, it says, better get my eyes on before I read it wrong. Uh, it says, be careful for nothing, but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I got, uh, I was baptized with Ricky at nine years old. 
over at the, at the pond, as he said. But I had to I had to make things right in 1983. I just didn't feel right. In 1983, I walked the aisle, and I'll never forget standing here at this front. But back then, we came by and give the right hand of Christian fellowship. And my daddy come by, and this is before he got Alzheimer's. And I saw my daddy cry three times in my whole life. He walked by, I would see tears in his eyes, and said, I told him, I said, Daddy, it's right. He said, I know it. And tears run down his eyes. So, uh, God saved me. And like everybody said today, this church has meant so much to me. Uh, I've left a couple times, moved away to other states and back. But uh, this has always been home. And it's, a, it's like Johnson was talking this morning, it's the people. It's not the building, it's the people. Uh, we've had some dear old saints go through this church, I'll tell you that, but I'd give anything to hear them again, uh, drop on their knees and pray like they used to. But uh, getting back to kind of what I was heading with this this morning was uh, sharing a few things that I've been through in my life that uh, I can honestly say that the Lord gave me peace beyond all understanding. Uh, in 2009, my mother-in-law had moved in with us because she had Alzheimer's and lived with us 13 months. In September of 2009, she passed away. December of 2009, my mother passed away. March of 2010, my pop passed away. That's a lot of people in your life to lose in a few months. But you know, I was like everybody, and all of us are, and, we, and, and it's right. You have your moments and time of grief. I spent about two weeks out here at three o'clock in the morning till daylight at my wife's grave at that time, just couldn't, didn't know what to do with myself. But one morning I got up and I, I got down beside my bed and I looked straight across the room, and I, and, and I saw a gun. But God intervened. I threw my arms up like this and said, Lord, i got to have direction. I can't go anymore. And he did. From that moment on, I felt that peace come over me. He led me to Carolyn, and I moved on. And it's a peace that's, again, undescribable. We were only married about a month, and I began to get be very sick, uh, running fever every night, chills, didn't know what was going on. Found out I had a bad infection in my stomach, and uh, after meeting with the doctors, they said, we got to take out part of your colon. Well, Brother Steve, as we've talked today, is such a blessing, he and the Dickens they anointed me with oil before we had this surgery planned. And when I went to the surgery, uh, facing the surgery, Dr. Joel Johnson, bless his sweetheart, he had prayer with me. Brother Steve had prayer with me. And he told me, he said, Larry, I'm going to tell you before you go in now. He says, you're going to probably wake up in ICU with a ventilator, and you're going to have to have a bag for about six months. And I accepted 
And again, the peace. I can't describe to y'all enough how what a peace came over me. No word. I thought Steve could have saw it in my face, I'm sure, but it was such such a peace. Well, we went into surgery. I come out. And that's the first thing I done. Soak my hands. I didn't have a bag. Then I looked around. I didn't have a ventilator, and I wasn't in ICU. Peace from God. I mean, that's when you turn it over to really turn it over to God and let Him take it. He gives you a peace that's un, unreal. Well, as many of you, a lot of you know me and know have shared this testimony with me through my life here. Some of you are new and don't know me. A lot of you just know I'm an old gray-headed man that sits over here in the corner. But, but uh, in 2013, I was at home one day. I got a fellow back yonder, I think. I was at home at, and sitting in my recliner, and I had started hurting in my chest real bad. And I didn't think, well, I'd already had some problems, and so I took a nice stat. Didn't go away. I took a second. Didn't go away. Carolyn said, we got to get an ambulance. Parsons <laughs> happened to be working with ambulance that day, and they come in. I finally, I think I took a serve or something. I used to, I said, I think I'll be all right. And she said, no, Miss Larry, you're going with us. <laughs> and, I, and I've thanked him many times for that, but they carried me on, and uh, they did a, rush me in there, done an plaster, and I was able to walk out. And uh, two weeks later, he said, I want you to come back, though. We need to. We need to put a stand here. So I went back. I did. During that stand, I went into a heart attack on the table, which was my second heart attack. And that didn't turn out too good. I wound up in ICU for a while. But the point I'm making on all this is I was never scared. And I'm not saying I'm hard and brave, but there's a peace that I can't describe. I wish I could. Now, if you... I'm sure all of you have been through things that, that a, a peace just comes over you that's indescribable. Uh, well, 14 heart casts later and 10 shits later, I'm right here. <laughs> I've got kind of used to them. <laughs> but Lord bless me, I'm here. Uh, January of 2019, I got diagnosed with idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis it's scarring out the lungs and there's no cure for it they told me one to five years well God's in control but I have no fear I have no fear with this God has gave me peace sometimes I don't understand it sometimes I get frustrated because of things I can't do anymore but there's a peace about me right now that uh, is indescribable uh, I started my fifth year this month. I was thinking it was my fourth. I found out it was my fifth. But whether God heals me here or he heals me there, there's a peace that comes from the Lord. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, your Savior, please, before it's too late, get to know Jesus as your Savior because he gives you that peace. Nothing I can do, nothing anybody can do except Lord, and he has gave me uh, a peace that I just wish, again, it's just like the Bible says here, it's beyond understanding, and I pray that each and one of you find that peace, 
Uh, we have our struggles, but we give it to him. He takes it. Y'all, I thank y'all for this too. The Lord just would not let me not do this, so I thank y'all for the opportunity. testimony of somebody's life. Uh, now we're going to turn it over to Brother Graham in the back, and uh, he'll be up here and fill y'all in a little bit on what God's laid on his heart. or not and if we didn't that's fine too um so like ricky has said we were asked to um, tell what this church means to us and um it's not really a testimony it's what the church means to me and i and, and it's already been alluded to with some of the things that have been said this morning but um you know this church is just a place i love to hear that piano play I like what's around me. Everybody likes kitchen in the back, don't we? <laughs> There's a lot of nice things that are around here. But none of that makes the church. Without somebody to play the piano, it makes no music. Without somebody to stand here, there's no words. Um, I got to thinking about it. I thought for a while. Well, what does liberty mean to me? I asked Mommy yesterday, I said, when, when did we start going to Liberty? I said, I, I don't remember. I said, what was the year? Um, she said, well, I, I think you were in about the fourth grade. So that put me about nine years old. Y'all, I'm 43 years old, so 34 years of my life I've been here. Seen some come and some go. Seen some very dear to me um, pass on. But I have memories of all of them. Um, I'm using this because it's faster for me to um, flip through scripture when I need to. Um, but I'll tell you this, all the technology aside, that right there is the best thing you got. Because when the batteries are dead and the internet don't work, guess what still preaches? <laughs> that right there. So I'm using this, but this is where it comes from. So in, uh, let me get back to this. In 1 Corinthians... Uh, you don't have to, to look this up if you don't want to. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 25 through 30, or 27, excuse me. Uh, it starts out this way. It says that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. Uh, 26 says, and whether one member suffer, all members suffer with it. Or if one member be honored, all members be rejoiced with it. Uh, 27 says, now ye are the body of Christ and the members in particular. What does that mean in particular? Well, we're not all the same. We're not all robots. We're individuals, right? But we're all the body of Christ. Um, I was thinking about it and I said, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not related to him by blood, but yeah, I am. It's Jesus' blood. Um, so what does liberty mean to me? It means family. 
And I've had um, people come to me and ask me to do something here, and, and I don't, I don't want to ask you to do nothing else. You're doing this, that, and the other. Listen, people, there's not one thing I do. I've seen sunrises here. I've seen sunsets here. I've been here all day by myself sometimes. I'll crawl through every rafter there is in both of these buildings. I'll worry it twice. <laughs> hours upon hours. But I say all that not to for you to look at me and say, oh, well, thank you, or you do so much. Put that out of your mind. I wouldn't care if any of you knew what I did. I wouldn't. If I could do it without you knowing, I would. The reason I sit back there and I do the things I do is because I want your attention to be where it needs to be. Not back here with all this or all this. I want your attention to be on Steve and the Word of God. The easier I make things around here to facilitate things, the more you keep your mind where it needs to be. So when I do what I do, I do it because I love you. It's not because I want you to tell me thank you or, or I'm something that I'm not. God's given me an ability, and I try to use it the best I know how. It's not that I'm better than anybody else, because Lord knows I am not better than one person. I'm a sinner saved by grace, and that's all I'll ever be. Um, flipping over a little bit more scripture, it goes back to Ephesians when I was thinking about this. Ephesians chapter 5, um, verses 1 and 2 stuck out to me. Uh, Be ye therefore followers of God and, dear, and as dear children. Walk in love as Christ has also loved us and has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. So what should we do to, for each other? Everything we can, right? I've heard Heath talk about how much Steve has helped him in his life. That's what we should do. That's a picture of what we should do. What does liberty mean to me? It means love of God. It means family. It means friends. It means love of family. Because you are my family. I was talking to Mama. You know, 34 years... I grew up here. 34 years now, when me and Carla were dating, I would go to her church on, on Sunday night. But this is my home. If you took all this away, I'd still have you. You are my family. When I stop and I ask you, you know, well, how are you doing today? Or I see you by yourself or something. That's not just something I'm saying just because that's what I'm supposed to say. I want to know, or I wouldn't ask you. I care about you. Now, no, I, I might not be able to fix your problem. More times than not, I probably can't fix your problem. But I can pray. If there's anything I got that you need that I can help you with, I can give you that. But that's not because of I'm a good person. That's because of what this tells us to do. When I take time with a child or something, Miss Allison, when, when Skylar wanted to sing, we came up here and practiced a, a, few, a few Saturdays, maybe even Friday. I don't, I don't remember exactly the, the days we came and practiced. But 
she told me, thank you, you know. And, and I appreciate that. Don't get me wrong. Everybody does appreciate being told thank you. But in my mind, all I kept hearing in my mind was suffer the little children to come unto me. I'm not saying I'm Christ by no means. Anybody that's watched me grow up knows my life. Ooh, I'm not that. But I'm called to be Christ-like. So liberty doesn't mean a, a pretty place. Doesn't mean pretty grounds. Without somebody to keep the grounds, they're not pretty, right? Without a skilled carpenter to do the work in here, it's, it's a building. It's just a number. It's an address. What liberty means to me is family. It's where I've been. It's where I'm going to be. Liberty means to me each and every one of you. We've lost members, some passing on, some moving. But liberty is a special place. Had a lot of good prayer meetings here, I can tell you that. A lot of good time spent here. Each and every one of you, if you're saved, if you name the name of Christ, if you've got before him, confess your sins, and you have come to a knowing knowledge of Jesus Christ, you are my brother and sister. Absolutely. Not by last name, but by the blood of Christ. And there is nothing. I want you to be in my family if you're not saved. I promise you I do, because I care about you. I don't get up here and stand up here and try to lead music because um, I want you to look at me. You know, music is a special thing. It has a way of softening somebody's heart so that the seed, the ground's prepared, the seed that comes after it, maybe it'll find a thorough place to land, and it can grow. You know, we know the parable of the sower, right? We've all been taught that ever since we were children, right? Some fe fell on fallow ground, some fell on hard ground. Don't let your hearts be hard. I look at each and every one of you, and if you're not saved, I want you to be. I look at each and every one of you, and we have conversations standing out by pickup trucks or back in the back or, or whatever, and, and I'm not just doing that to pass time. I'm doing that because I love you. You're my family. I want you to be here. You know, I, sometimes I, and you know, it's just life. People have things going on, and you you can't make it to church, or you, you you're just you're tired. And I get that, I get tired too. Um, but when you're not here, I can look around here today, and I can see pews, and I know exactly who's missing. It's not because I'm pointing people out, or it's not because I'm I'm saying, oh, well, they're not in church today. I mean, I'm here. Why aren't they here? It's not that at all. It's because I want to see you. I want to spend time with you. You are my family. I sit in front of, especially this time of year, it's crazy this time of year for me at work, not running, not being out, but I sit in front of three 27-inch monitors for 10 hours a day, writing reports, looking at graphs, looking at spreadsheets, looking at numbers. The last thing I want to do the last thing I want to do is look at a computer when I get off work. I'd rather do anything. 
rather be anywhere but looking at a computer. Um, <laughs> Carlo laughs when I say this, but I have been trying to buy myself a tractor for many years, and one reason that I really want a tractor is just because I can go work and do something that don't involve a computer. God, get so sick of them things. <laughs> They're useful tools, but they also can be um, tools of the devil too, and we all know that. But I sit back there, and I look at people walk in, I look at people walk out, and I listen to people talk. And the things I do, I do because I love you. You are my family, the family of God. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God, right? So if you want to ask me what liberty means to me, Liberty as a building, as playgrounds, as you know, nice facilities, it doesn't mean that much. But liberty as my family, it means the world to me. That's all I had this morning. Jonathan. Um, wow, what a day. What a day. We thank everybody that came out and supported us and thank everybody for speaking and standing up for God. And I just want to uh, say thank you again to Steve and Allison for everything you do for the church. Y'all do so much, so much, and y'all... We're, we're truly grateful for y'all. Um, don't forget, we're going to do a, or have a love offering in the back. Um, give if you can. Um, outside of that, we're going to close in prayer. Okay. Well, we're done. We're done with speaking, and we're going to let Brother Steve handle it from here on the end. Thank y'all.
Good day to live. 